0: What's up, everyone? How you guys doing tonight? We got a great one on Independent Riders. Okay. We're going to be talking about old school, new school, all that good stuff. But before we do, I got an awesome interview that we're going to conduct right here. She is a young one. Just got into riding in 2019. It's Kume. What's up?
2: What's up?
0: How are you doing?
2: Correction 2017,
0: not 2019. Ah, 2017. See, I already screwed it up, man. That ain't cool with me. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of motorcycle do you have? Talk about your uh, YouTube channel real quick, Uh, your Instagram, all that good stuff.
2: Um, Right now, I'm starting over because my bike was stolen in September this year. So now Probably. I have a Nightster, 2010 Nightster. Um, and I started YouTube not too long ago, to be honest. I think it was like last summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: you had that happen to you with a, a bike and stolen. I hate that. They're worse than horse thieves in my eyes. Uh, but walk us through how you were feeling. What happened? What did they steal?
2: So basically I was taking my son to school and I had, it was parked in like a universal garage. So, but my car is blocking off the bike and I had it locked and everything. And usually it's a safer place, but I guess not recently. So um, next thing you know, I seen these guys, they parked over on my neighbor's parking spot. And then I was like, "Hmm, who are these guys? And then like, they were looking at me. Some other guy was walking out, looking at me. I was like, I think they're looking at my bike. And then like, Three hours later I go back down and then my bike was gone and stolen. And oh, I mean man. I was like not freaking out, but I was like, oh man, it's them. I knew like I knew it, you know. You yeah. should have got
0: the license plates what they were uh what were they driving, a van or a truck?
2: It was like a blue, I think it was a blue Chev, not a Chevy. I can't remember the car, the model of uh-huh. the car, but it's a blue car, like a Royal Navy blue car. So right very easy and to they talk.
0: found it in uh hollister you said
2: yeah they found it in hollister this i got a call just a couple weeks ago about how mm-hmm. they found it from the cops so
0: oh well that's good at least they uh caught him, or they didn't, they caught
2: didn't him. catch the suspect they just caught they just found the bike
0: so it yeah. wasn't the best introduction to uh the riding world with getting your bike stolen that sucks
2: well <laughs> The bike that I actually love. So I started on a Honda Rebel 300, the 2017 one, and that was a good bike to learn on. And then my dream bike was to go get a Harley. And so when I finally got the Harley, I was really out there like riding all the time and then just always out riding every weekend. And then it got stolen. I I was like so crushed. It was like so sad. I was crying for, I think, a whole week straight, like really sad. (laughs) uh-huh uh, and then i was like i don't know what to do i put so much money into that bike and it was like it was everything and then um yeah so but i mean Thank now God that have-
0: insurance
2: oh i know so i got paid out and got a new bike fast i was like i'm not i'm not waiting <laughs> i'm getting in my other bike
0: what did so, you end up getting uh
2: 2010 nightster
0: awesome look at yeah. you go
2: yeah going from three Most- to 1200. So.
0: Most girls your age go uh, for the sports bike.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> why
0: didn't you go with the sports bike? Why did you decide on Harley?
2: So Harley's, I don't know. They always give me that like that. I don't know. It's just like a liberating feeling when you feel like the rumble, like when it turns on and I don't know, it's just and it's fucking badass. So <laughs> that's uh-huh. I like them. And I was inspired when I was a kid living across this house with, um they always had a whole bunch of harleys and bikers and i just loved it and that's what brought me into like um that's
0: what brought you into motorcycles
2: in general like i was never into sports bikes or anything mm-hmm. yeah
0: where did you did you take a motorcycle riding course or yeah did you on your own how did you yeah. do it
2: so funny story i i was going through like a rough time at the time and like i always had so much anxiety and just like so much so Um, I took a one-on-one course um, somewhere in San Jose it was just um, one instructor and me and so I would learn and I would shake like it like I was jerking the bike and I would fall and it was it was it was so bad and then the instructor actually had to pull me aside and be like "Uh, let me talk to you um is this really something you want to do and I was like (laughs) yeah Yeah, this is something I want to do like why can't I get better you know but then like I was just, like, so determined. I was like, I'm going to keep going, keep going. And then um, when I got the test, uh, I went to the DMV. And so over there, they didn't have, like, that. um, It's like that full group test where you can just take the instructor test and the written test. But Mm. this one was DMV test and written because the other guy, he doesn't work with the other company or something. Right. Yeah. So I went and then I almost made it. I, but I went out of the line at the very end of the test. And I was like, fuck. And then <laughs> yeah, the next thing you know, I had to go two other times. Each time I freaking failed or the bike stalled on me and I dropped the bike and fell in front of everyone. And I was like, you know what? I think I need to take another group course. So I took the group course and just passed there because the test is easy. You're not going slow on like, you know, uh-huh. circle and stuff.
0: But yeah. your writing skills have gotten a lot better over the past oh, four years, yeah. right? Yeah,
2: <laughs> so, so much better. It was just starting off trying to, like, be confident in yourself. Like, it's more of, like, a mind game than it is, like, actually muscle memory. To me, anyways, it was always mm. in my head. So, and that's how mm. it got better.
0: And you yeah. recently started a YouTube channel. What's the channel about?
2: So, the channel is just basically just, like, my adventures with writing, just going out to, like, events on like nice places to go and i'm like just trying to be more um into the riding community because Mm -hmm. i don't have well actually i started off with barely anyone to ride with yeah anyone so and and now you got
0: a group that you're riding with
2: yeah so i actually i ride with the switchblade sisters um they used to be the leaders i'm not sure if you've heard of them but Mm -hmm. yeah so um i ride with them and i ride with a couple of my friends and is
0: it a, a motorcycle club a riding club?
2: I don't know how to explain it. It's not like a motorcycle club. It's just like this group, mm-hmm. a lot of, like a riding group that we just do events with and, you know, get together and hang out
0: kind of like a, a social club kind of deal then.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome stuff. Awesome yeah. stuff. I'm going to bring in uh, the rest of the panel right now and they're going to ask you some questions and, uh, You know, have a good old time right here. Let's bring them in uh, right now. We have our independent riders, and our special guest is Killa Kume on this segment. And then we have uh, the process uh, in here as well. Uh, We're going to go around the table and let you guys ask uh, Kume uh, some questions. Graystar, you're up first.
3: Uh being that you're a Bay Area girl, I would like to know how is it riding in the winter time
2: out there. It's great, I love it <laughs> i I hate riding in the summer more than I do in the winter, but then again, I was learning how to ride in the winter, so I'm like very used to like the cold in California, I guess, but like so I'm like every time it's like that time, I'm like, yeah, I can actually wear a leather jacket. I don't have to wear a mesh jacket, <laughs> Yeah, and I always try to gear up as much as I can. Right on. What are you
0: talking yeah. about cold come to Northern <laughs> Illinois see where cold is no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the <laughs> Dark so you're up with the question for uh, Kume
4: well, You mentioned riding gear what gear you're wearing?
2: um, I wear riding pants with like the knee pads um, sometimes Kevlar or that stuff where it prevents like um, What is that road rash? So, Rotor.
5: yeah, you don't
3: want that trust me
2: yeah that's why i had to get some of those and protect myself as much as i can um i have actually I have a lot of stuff i have like mesh jackets i have leather jackets i have like a shirt armor shirt you know just everything so
0: so you you're riding around like a tank
2: yeah
4: <laughs> that's what it sounds like
2: <laughs> but like, I wear it and I try to make it look super stylish as I can, if that makes sense. Uh, so i got this cool armored shirt. So I wear it underneath like a sweater and you can't even tell I have gear on.
1: It's a California
3: thing. You got to look
1: it. It's yeah.
0: a California thing. <laughs> how about you, Process? What do you got for uh, Kume?
1: I was just going to ask her how it feels to be cooler than 98% of the guys she's hanging around with. Heck yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> they all want to ride? No, not
2: all of them, to be honest.
1: So the boys don't jump on as fast as the girls do, then, huh?
2: No, not really. <laughs> That's yeah. a nice bike you got. Thank you. I love it.
6: J man, uh, you ride with a bunch of sports bike riders. Do you uh, carve the canyons on that nightster?
2: Oh my gosh! Honestly, I'm so slow in the twisties. I'm gonna be <laughs> real with you. I'm so damn slow in the twisties, like because I'm like nervous. It comes
6: with time. It comes with time. <laughs> with time, you'll get it down.
2: Yeah, some of them, some of them just fly. I was riding with um, my girl once through. What is it called? Um, it was up at Alice's, and she was just flying on a grom. And I'm like, how the? I don't. I'm like, I'm staying back here, y'all. Do. Oh, so
5: <laughs> she was dusting <laughs> your grom, huh?
2: Yeah, she was. I was like, damn. I wish I can go that fast, but you're no. gonna have
3: to work on that.
2: Oh, yeah, I will. I don't ride enough twisties to be honest with you, now that I think about it. I'm just more like highway.
0: What is the, what's the scariest situation that you try to avoid being in?
2: This actually happened last week, last weekend. Um, Some car was like, uh, not swerving, he was changing lanes to the left, and then he went back into the lane like where I was and then I was like what the hell so I I couldn't break in time so I had to swerve to the right like where my escape path was but it was very close like I could have rear-ended somebody so yeah that was like nerve-wracking that I think that was a serious time I had another incident when I was first learning how to ride um I was fixating on like this ramp and then you know there's the exit and then basically I kept looking over there instead of looking at the exit turning Mm -hmm. and then. Mm Yeah, and I stopped right there, but luckily there was no
0: cars. I was like, oh, no shit. No cars. Yeah. Well, it is awesome seeing the ladies getting on the motorcycles oh, yeah. uh, nowadays, and that's one of the main subjects that we're going to be uh, talking about today, and it's great to have uh, Kume on because she might be able to give her opinions on this, the process as well. Process, uh, talk about your channel real quick.
1: Um, It's just a motovlog that's kind of centered around uh recovery and mental health you know I'm kinda, i kind of i kind of do a bunch of stuff for mental health and uh i'm you know using the motorcycle to you know treat my other addictions
0: that's <laughs> awesome to hear man mental health is something else let me tell you i know what it feels like with panic and anxiety you got that yeah, really
1: my uh therapist has two wheels
0: out oh <laughs> yeah Rock on! So the main uh, subject today is, and guys, make sure uh, uh, Kume is going to be putting her channel up once in a while in uh, the community chat. Go over there and subscribe, as well as uh, the process. You go by Jesse, right?
1: That's my give. That's my given name. Yeah, I go by the combustion process on the uh, YouTube.
0: Rock on! Uh, we got to change it to like Hank Williams Jr. or something. You look just like him. <laughs> anyway. The main subject today is old school versus new school. And it's very interesting to have Kume on here today. And the reason being, as you older uh, guys know, it's come a long way for women compared to our era, where we looked at women who were riding bikes as kind of a novelty as we would have the, oh, well, let's, you know, what what are you doing on a bike? You know, we have that type of attitude. uh Dark Souls, start out with uh, down those lines of thoughts.
4: Well, I'm going to give you a little, get go back on the history a little bit. There was women riding back then. Not very few, but there were some. There are some legends out there that have put the miles on. You know, you can't mm-hmm. leave them out. They, they have done that uh it's great to see a lot more getting on twos though know, and to me it's a it's a change in evolution you know it's been a long time coming
2: i mean isn't gloria is that her name gloria she's still writing gloria. yeah yes, so motor,
5: writing. Maids.
0: motor maids yeah motor yeah. maids is something else uh jay man i was talking in the general sense of how uh hardcores how as greasies you know non-rubs if you whatever you will looked upon <laughs> back then how was how it different back then compared to today with the general attitude
6: well in the 80s when i started riding uh there there wasn't uh as many wives uh girlfriends riding uh my first wife never rode uh my second wife here she loves her bike um I can't prior off of it sometimes, you know? So I think women riding is a very good thing, uh, due to the fact you're not too up and there's less chance of both of you dying in, a, in an accident. Mm-hmm. That's a
0: Well, that's one thing that happens now with me and my wife is I'm more careful than I used to be with her on the back. I'm more aware that I have somebody else's life because you know when we're all younger and stuff we uh ride like idiots and stuff but as you get Living older Florida. you kind of get more wise and you were right cause the I was,
5: in Florida.
0: right well when you have kids and you got grandkids it changes the whole dynamic of everything where you want to be a lot more careful And I think that was some of the thinking back then was, hey, if I went down, that's fine. But you don't want the wife or girlfriend to go with you Uh, process your thoughts.
1: Oh, I think it's sexy. I think it's great. More women riders, better. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I get a little nervous when I watch my lady friends that are riding their bikes. You know, they tear out around, and you see Tiffany in her beige battering ram coming across on a cell phone with a latte. I get a little bit nervous when she's riding because, you know, I'm like, oh man, if she was behind me, I know exactly what I would do. <laughs> but uh, the, you know, that kind of that makes it kind of nerve wracking in that way. But I think it's great. I think more women need to ride, and uh, I've been outridden by several ladies.
0: Rock on. I try, to,
1: try to catch up to them and they just tear off and all he sees is the tail end and they're yeah, gone. Yeah, some of them go hard. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great star.
3: <laughs> well, being an independent writer, as we all are here, um, I've met quite a few lady writers and I got to say it's really interesting to hear them talk about wind therapy. The process of talking about his therapist is two wheels. It's that way for the women as well. And I think it's awesome. Not to mention the fact that hell they even do clubs. There's women clubs out now. So mm-hmm.
0: how were you looked upon uh Kume when you first started riding say from an older guy's perspective?
2: They thought I was cool. Most of them thought I was cool. I mean, when I was I went to go pick up my Honda Rebel in Gilroy, um it was with my coworker and her husband and I was like, hey, can your husband pick up my bike for me? <laughs> and then she was like, No, you're gonna go get the bike and you're gonna ride it back home. And I was like, I don't know if I can do it. And so basically I got picked up on the back of his bike and then went to um pick up my bike. And that he was like, That's that's a pretty cool bike, like you know, and he was just helping me. And I feel like a lot of the older, I guess the older men, they would like really help me with stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is
0: and they- wh- where did the evolution Dark Soul come from? Because I've learned in the last year or so, it's time to come into the 21st century.
4: I think it was back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, I stepped away from the scene for a little while due to family issues and stuff, raised family, uh, but I kept tabs, you know, through other means. You know, I had friends and stuff that's you know I call and say, "Hey, you need to get back on twos and stuff." But yeah. Uh, it's my wind therapy it's my go-to when i need to clear my head and you know Mm
5: -hmm.
4: restructure and stuff but the sorry everyone i do have a little cold going coming on to me so i'm in the process (laughs) of trying to get the throat all cleared out but yeah i'll go uh,
0: to uh j-man on that when did you said you started in the 80s we know how it was back then it was get onto the back of the bike and, you know, everything that went with it. Uh, I believe it had to be early 2000s myself when women really started jumping on the bikes. And I have to admit, some of these women can outride us men, man. They can go coast for coast and they're still all giddy. <laughs> where we're hunched over and all that stuff. Uh, what about you? What What's your thoughts? Of where it started changing for the scene as a whole?
6: Well, I went to first time I ever went to Daytona Bike Week was 1997, and I didn't really see a lot of women riders. Uh, I went back in 2000. Uh, there was a more 2001. Uh, I went back. Uh, it was about the same. 2007 there was more lady riders down there than clubs uh, you know what i mean i did not see a lot of clubs but i saw a lot of lady riders
5: mm-hmm. and
6: right. so it was about 2001 i would say
0: what do you think gray star women had to overcome to be where they're at today within the scene
3: us old fat chauvinistic pigs -hmm. Seriously. Speak for yourself. (laughs) Very straight up. Very straight up. I'm I'm not one. I never have been one, but they're out there. And I think the stigma of a woman in a kitchen has stuck around for a long time. And it's really it's really uplifting to actually see women saying, Fuck you, I'm gonna ride.
5: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Well I I agree. To Carlos's uh, deal, uh, yeah, women have been riding since the early 1920s, but I would have to argue as soon as, say, the 60s rolled around, all the way up to the point of the early 2000s, it was a different type of scene yeah. that it was back then.
1: How I, how I see it is that uh, these brands of motorcycle companies saw a vast market that they wanted to jump in on. And so they were like, hey, there's 50% of the market right there. If we just put some pink wings on the side of the jacket, we're going to capitalize. And so late 80s, early 90s, when they did that big change with all these motorcycle companies, they were like, let's hit that market hard. Mm -hmm. So, you know, everything started coming out uh, aimed towards the lady riders and the new riders. So I think the corporate shift had a lot to do with it, too.
5: Do
0: you feel
1: Kume that
0: what he was talking about, uh, say, Harley, for example, you know, you had past experiences with them and why you wanted to ride one. But do you believe their advertising is starting to go towards women more than the man?
2: I guess now that I think of it, I think they, they're trying to get their trying to hold on to like their identity and like trying to shift it towards the younger crowds. So not maybe not exactly just women. I think it's just towards the younger crowd so they can keep the name like living. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Right. So that's one thing Harley's been having a problem with is the younger generation. Why do you think your fellow uh, riders that are younger don't like Harley? Do they think of them as an old man's bike? That's why they're on the Rockets.
2: I feel like they always say, so a lot of people, I mentioned that I actually had like a conversation with a coworker because I saw he rides too, but he was riding sports bikes. And then he was just like, oh, why are you riding a Harley? That's like old man shit. And I'm just like. I like it. So, so I feel Thank like it's you. just that whole stereotype of Harley, and they think that's for
0: that's some of the now that old stereotype actually comes from our time period. Is it where sports bike is considered a new rebellion like Harley's were to us?
2: That's interesting.
0: What do you think? Oh. Uh, jay man
2: i w- i
6: wouldn't say so um i was gonna say uh about the women riders in the 60s 40s 50s 60s um men wanted their women to stay at home and not ride because they were taking care of kids they were doing homework you know nowadays that it's not like that so women can ride uh, right alongside of us it's a different outlook now yeah yeah exactly it's a whole different outlook now than it was in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. So, so, that thing about women been riding since the 20s, yeah, but not a lot.
0: Not a lot. Anyway, Motor, yeah, Maid, a lot. Motor Maids is an awesome women's organization, been around forever. And I think it really, for the younger ladies, really made a big difference uh, with them in the scene. And showing people, hey, women can ride. Uh,
1: Dark Soul.
6: I'm sorry. Motorcycle classes, uh, Hollywood, is another thing that brought more women to riding. Because back in the 70s and 80s, do you really remember motorcycle classes where they train you how to ride?
0: I never took one, no. No,
3: they put you on a bike and said, ride or crash, have fun. That's about how it
0: worked with us back then. Uh, Yeah, I never took one. one. Dark Soul, uh, hearing how we've changed so much, where do you think, if you're going to call it the sport of riding or the the lifestyle, the scene, where do you think it's going to go? Are we going to ever get a 50-50 mix with women riders?
4: It looks like it's leading towards that way if uh, some of the younger generation get interested in it. Right now mm. your demographic is still you know between your middle age to your, middle-aged group and stuff so if uh
5: mm.
4: i mean you got harley Davidson did try with the buell to get into the sports scene for a little while to try and bring some of the younger ones in and some of the bikes are building now you gotta look at india you know the indian scout is leaning towards you know the new sportster s that came out it kind of being more of a leaning towards that younger generation and so so uh, it, it eventually would come around eventually but we got to fight off this freaking electric shit that's about to come through that oh. they're pushing <laughs> down our drinking throats right now
0: uh, you I just uh, shook, in. you just shook your head uh kume what do you think about the electric uh craze coming
2: oh uh, i don't like it cuz it's just it's just not the same and mm-hmm. on a harley i would like to see how that's going to be so mm-hmm. Have happen. you
0: ever uh taken a ride on the live wire yet?
2: No, I haven't. I haven't. That,
0: that's like uh, off limits right there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> not, not
2: my type of bike. Right. I mean, I'll try it, but mm-hmm. but other than that, no. Grace
0: Star. a lot more women are starting to wrench now. Yeah, I think that has alleviated a lot of the way we look at somebody.
3: Agreed. Um Hell, I wish my wife would wrench. (laughs) 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 So I don't have to. (laughs) No, but...
5: Yeah,
3: there's a lot of YouTubers out there, female YouTubers out there, wrenching and showing us men how it's done. It's kind of cool.
0: How do you think process, the scene is changing? Is it better compared to... the 80s and 90s because of technology what is pushing the change in the attitude
1: oh, yeah it's definitely different the generation is completely different everybody gets a medal mm-hmm. you know it's changed completely you know i am I'm, I'm in a luxury um where i'm out in, the, in a bubble so we live out in the country i'm 20 years behind the times so these younger guys and all this stuff, the V-Rod riders, the Livewire riders, they're like, oh, you're just 20 years behind the times. You you mean when things were fun?
5: Right. So, so <laughs>
1: there is a humongous change between what looks cool, like you guys were saying, all the new guys are getting these uh, crotch rockets. You know, I just, I see it's kind of the. I don't want to cuss or anything, but I think it's pushed down. The whole everything has Mm -hmm. been watered down and safety scissors and safety corners. And you know, yeah, it's, it's a, it's totally different. You know, when I, when I came out from my, my parents are both writers through the eighties, there was just stuff that wouldn't be put up with, with what the kids are doing nowadays.
5: Mm
1: -hmm. It's, It's a completely different world. And I hope, through guys like you guys talking to the younger people that they start turning the ship around, you know, they need to turn the ship around because it, it is fluffy. It, it's way, way too fluffy. Nobody takes their bike on the dirt. Nobody, I don't know. I don't know, man.
0: Tough question. <laughs> Do you agree, Dark Soul?
4: Uh, I'm To that, the pussification, I mean, just go back to that TikTok video I made about the cold start. Man, there's so many guys. Oh, that bike should be in the garage. And, and uh, dude, then I'd be in the elements. Come on, man. It's a freaking machine. Get on it and freaking ride it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, a little bit of snow and dust and stuff. I mean, you're not going to have it in elements. Why did the hell did you buy it for? I don't I mean, want to shit my paint.
5: Look,
4: <laughs> yeah. You want to sit there and just look pretty, I mean, you just wasted 30, $20,000, $30,000 for nothing. You know, mm. I, I, that's one thing that kind of pisses me off a good bit. I'll go on the showroom floor of these Harleys, and they'll be like three, four, four, four or five years old, and only have like ten thousand miles on them.
5: Man, that, I'm like nah, two,
4: two years like old, and I got like twenty eight thousand miles on the sucker. Freaking, mm. it's, I'm leaving on a trip on the sixth to go down to Louisiana, from Pennsylvania down to Louisiana. I'm gonna be mm. on my twos. It's just the postification is out there. It's no offense, to, you know, give me, but just. It's, it's just bad. It, it, well, it's Kume, really bad.
0: have you noticed? That you said you always had bikers around you. Do you feel like, from what you knew, compared to actually getting into to the lifestyle, is a lot different than what you've seen before? So how was- people acted, how they rode—the whole nine yards.
2: So I actually don't really, I'm not very knowledgeable because when I was younger, I've seen bikers and stuff, but I wasn't always around bikers like that. So
5: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, not until recently, I believe like, yeah, when mm-hmm. I got into it, then I started meeting more bikers because everyone around me was either into bars or something else.
0: Mm-hmm. Great yeah. star.
2: So these
3: bikers that you've met now, um, give us a feel for
2: how they are. I guess it depends on who you're riding with. So there's always different I ride with different groups. I I've, I've ridden with like stunners, um, ridden with uh some of some friends from clubs and stuff too. Mm-hmm. And I mean everyone's super chill. I don't see anyone thinking, well, especially like with me as anything else, they just they just really want to have ride, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How How you been, uh, go,
0: have go you been have you ever man. been to a major rally?
2: Yes, I have. I actually think I posted a few rallies. So, I went to I think I went to two Hell's Angels events. Um I'm trying to remember what else I've been to. But those are like the major ones that I actually have on the channel. So, mm-hmm. and I mean, they're cool. I mean, I know I don't feel any way when I walk in there. I know I look Different from everyone when I walk in, but like yeah, most of the time, um, I don't think you're treated very well. Yeah, treated very well, like with respect.
6: Mm. Yeah,
3: and that's that's what I was kind of getting at. The bikers, that's how we roll. We treat women with respect until respect is not deserved. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um if we need more of that. Just like the process was saying, this world is going to shit. And I think it's up to us bikers to try to get the young folks to turn it around.
0: What do you think about the video I put out yesterday, Jay, man, where my biggest problem was people don't know how to hold to their word anymore. They don't believe in it like we used to.
6: Well, it's uh, with the Internet. Uh, it's, it's kind of weird for me to say Hollywood, because I know people say one thing and then you talk to them in person and they're saying a totally different thing. So it kind of drives you crazy, but you've got to deal with what you got to deal with and you take people or who they are until they do you wrong. And when they do you wrong, that's when you take care of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Where is that uh process? Where has that gone where you hold the people accountable?
1: Well, you got to, I mean, your word and your balls are what you got. You don't break them for anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, if you're going to get called out on something, you're going to learn a lesson real fast. And people just don't want to be around you. They'll just isolate you if you're known as, you know, blowing hot air. They're just going to just not be around you. You find yourself isolated real fast. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt uh, disappointed in uh, something uh, dark so where a fellow biker would say, Hey, you know, let's go do this or do that, and it ended up not happening?
4: Maybe sometimes it does, but I don't let it get to me. You know, it's just like Jay, man, I said I was going to stop at his place on the way to the Rumble. I don't know my body. I went freaking 300 something miles out of the way just to go see him first. And then came up to the rumble. You know, you, you, that's something that's been another thing is lost. These kids today, they a lot of them don't have respect for the elders. That's, I mean, you mm. walk down the school and stuff and you like, like, who the fuck you are? It's kind of like the attitude they got now. Mm. And like, give me, give me type attitude. But there's some of them still got their heads on the swivel. So I'm praying. Mm. <laughs> you know, like he said, hoping we didn't get the ship turned around.
0: By the way, guys, don't forget to go to Kume's uh, YouTube channel and Processes YouTube channel. Uh, hopefully, if any of my moderators are in there, they can put their channels up for us. The Combustion Process.
1: Oh, it was a pain in the butt. I should have thought more. I, I mean, I'm not into this technology game, man. I should have never picked that name. What a stupid idea. No one can and- find it.
6: Jesse, I was looking for you and I typed in the process and a bunch of different processes came up but not you. <laughs> yeah, how does that yeah. make you
0: uh, feel, Kume, when you hear some stuff like that? Have you ever run into uh, people that would tell you one thing and did another or how do you feel about hearing the older guys talk about something like this? Um,
2: give me an example. Like,
0: where, given your word back in our day, meant that's gold. You would have a handshake agreement. You wouldn't have to worry about if somebody was going to hold up their end of the deal. Uh, loyalty, for example. Loyalty was really big uh, with us. And the honor. It, don't, it seems like it's lost on the generation now.
2: Well, that's crazy because I feel like with everyone I've met and stuff and they always say something, but they never keep their word. And I'm like so used to, oh, well, I can't trust them, you know, so very few I can trust. And even then I'm like, oh, should I even trust you? Because, you know,
6: What I was saying, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. You you take somebody at their word until they break that word. And then then it's, you know, on from there.
2: That's just words at that point.
0: Right. Do you find that uh to be more of a problem uh with your generation than the older guys?
2: I think so. I mean, yeah, because there's just I've noticed a lot of um I guess things in my life. So it's just like everyone's always gone back. I've been backstabbed. I've seen other people backstab people, so I'm just like who do who do you even trust, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Right, and that's a sad state of affairs because the motorcycle gray star bonds us all. And with that came the understanding that you were more honorable than a regular civilian was.
3: Agreed. Totally agree. It's even more so... In In the club. I was just going to say it's even more so in in a club situation, but us as independent yeah. riders, um, still our word is our bond, and that's really all we have. And, and that's and,
0: something uh, as men, uh, club or not, that was always known.
3: Yeah, not so much anymore.
0: Mm-mm. Not so much anymore. And that's that's, uh, that's a sad state of affairs. Go ahead, process.
1: It's just common courtesy. I mean, this is just base values. Being respectful to the ladies, being respectful to the older folks, or even having patience and time with the younger folks, that's just common knowledge. That's where it's gone. That's do the, the young, do that's the young the men device.
3: even open a door for a lady anymore?
1: No, not unless it's the bedroom door. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I some sometimes they open the door. Well actually the car door, I'm not sure.
0: No. <laughs> Dark. So what happened to when a fellow motorcyclist broke down on the road that everybody would just stop what they were doing to see if they were all right. That don't happen anymore. Not, not a really. lot.
4: Not a lot. Same thing with the eighteen wheeler scene, you know, trucking scene. Uh, it's it's kind of weird. it's kind of similar. I mean, I've been driving truck for twenty seven years. God, 27 years. That seems like a fucking long time, but uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> I'm ready to retire. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, yeah, you, I, you used to have like four or five people break down. I, I thought it was gone, but uh, we were up on uh 322 one day uh, this past summer, and one of the guys, you know, stalled out. And it would come to find out it's electrical issue, but uh two people uh, stopped over and go you know, say you need any help and stuff and they they sat there until we was back on our bikes back on the road so there's still some out there it's just very far and a few between but, i do it yeah i'll
3: pull
1: over yeah i was gonna say great Graystar, gray star where we live it's life or death if you don't pull over to help somebody they could die yeah, no doubt. I mean, it, we're a long ways between spots out here in the mountains, and so yeah. when you when you see someone, you do help. You're in the crash truck twenty four seven. Absolutely.
5: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Gume, what do you think about that? Uh, do you ever worry about breaking down and nobody stopping to help? I don't think it'd be much of a problem for you than it would <laughs> us
2: because I'm
0: a woman. <laughs> uh, because you're a woman. Let's
2: just be honest. I mean. I mean, most of the time I've been helped out and I'm very blessed, you know, and so I want to redirect that to everyone else around me. And I remember a time I actually stopped because I saw someone broke down. Um, He was like in bushes on the highway. And so I saw him, but I kept going and I was like, "Okay, I'm going to go back around. So I went back around to get to the freeway just to stop by and say, hey, are you okay?" And then he was like, oh, I'm good. I'm just waiting for someone or the tow truck. And I was like, "Okay, good on on you.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: that's what
3: that's what us bikers are supposed to do,
0: right? Yes, right. Well, see, we were supposed to look the- out for each other. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We were see,
5: supposed to look out
0: for Go ahead, So
4: I say, if you see the helmet behind the bike on the ground, stop. Help him out.
0: Mm. Yeah. Right. What do you think, uh, J-Man, that the kids now need to learn that we knew automatically?
6: Uh, don't mess with the police <laughs> you know, because they will mess with you. Um, that's the most important thing because you see uh, most of the kids today, they want to split lanes and uh, uh, cut people off and, and ride their wheelies on the, on the highway. At 150 miles an hour, and I mean, there's a place to do that, and that's not the place to do that. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, but yeah, speaking of electric bikes earlier, um, zero to 60 in 2.2 seconds, I think, is worth uh, uh, an electric bike, and that's what the new ones are going to be coming out with in 2022. So be mm.
0: prepared, be prepared. Yeah, who,
3: who just rides 60 miles an hour? <laughs>
0: process what do you think uh they could learn
1: um a lot of stuff like we were talking about respect that they'd learn that i get the thing with the officers because they all want to have an argument like it's their parents talking to them uh i think here's the big thing i think they could learn how to listen how to really truly listen If if somebody comes to you like your show or one of the elders comes to you and takes time to sit down and talk to you take time to listen
3: yeah, man.
1: Keep your mouth shut and learn something because you don't know how long they are going to be around the wherever the garage or whatever to listen and get that information, get that education, and uh, figure out you know what the past was like to so we don't repeat some of the stuff that we do. You know,
5: mm.
0: some listening,
1: Dark. I guess. Listening.
0: Dark so,
4: we pretty much touched on a very good bit of it. You know, <laughs> sorry.
5: Mm.
6: Just, uh, Listen. yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Look, I <laughs> took my shot at Jack Daniels earlier to try to clear it up, but he ain't doing think, it.
5: <laughs> I another one, brother.
4: <laughs> I, I, I'm about to go up? back down there and have a conversation with Jack, and I'm like, I think you get out Mr. Jim and Mr. Bean and then follow up behind it. There Dang.
0: Well, let's start out with Kumi for this next one motorcycles. Do you plan on upgrading from where you're at eventually?
2: Eventually, so I want to do. I want to use my current bike as like a project bike because I wanted to paint it and just just keep building on it and make it what I want. Um, but in the future, I do want to ride a bagger. I don't know. I'm like that's crazy, but I do. How much can you bench? <laughs> you pick up a bike. You just gotta pick it up the right way
0: there is a lot of women uh of your stature that does ride uh baggers so that's an awesome goal what do you think Jane? then would be a good bagger for harley honda what do you think would be a good one to start out with
2: i'm diehard harley so <laughs> Harley. <laughs> if she's already on a harley why not stay harley
0: yeah. Well, until she gets that learning curve of a bigger bike, and you know, that's some coming
4: from a guy from a victory who rides a victory. He's calling out the Harley. Come on, <laughs>
6: <laughs> ain't nothing
4: wrong with victory,
6: baby. Here we go. When you twist the throttle, they all go straight. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, Any one you want doesn't matter. Right.
0: Rock on. Are you more into the technology uh, process, or are you more bones?
1: Oh, uh, bones. I don't like anything with the brain. Mm-hmm. I really don't like anything that's way too complicated or, you know, if it, uh, let's just say if a solar flare hit your bike, could you still start it? You know what I mean? Because all this technology and stuff that I can't reach in and fiddle with and play with, I mean, if it breaks, I can't fix it. I'm not a robot. Right. So I definitely like more mechanical stuff, just old-fashioned mechanical stuff
0: dark so you have a badass bike badass one Tell, why did you choose that one
4: the paint scheme and
0: got me.
5: Knew, <laughs> uh my
4: my neighbor growing up across the street had uh always the uh the bagger and I, he he took me on a ride with him of course my uncle had dark dirt bites so I said, eventually, one day I was going to have me a nice bike, and I worked toward it. It took a long time, but I got the bike mm. that I wanted, and then I'm taking care of it, and it's going to last me a while. But yeah, the paint scheme got my eyes on it. It just popped at me. And, and of course, the guy there at the Harley days go, like, oh, that's you right there. And I said, yeah, let's go for it and see what happens. So, but it, it just, it's like all the bells and whistles on it. Uh, I barely used the heated grips and <laughs> the heated seat. You know because i layer up so much and right now it barely feel that damn heat coming through that whatever it is Yeah. You know mm. <laughs> so, but yeah as far as the radio goes it's nice to have the radio sometimes but i have it down where i'm still listening to my motor but right. yeah but i agree with process it's that old tech you know the old school stuff there's a lot of like the bobbers the knuckleheads the panheads. Oh, I th-
1: I think that's a big uh, talking about indie riders and new school and old school. Like old school, it wasn't it like uh, you know pizza cutter front wheels, real slim down. You take everything no off breaks. that doesn't. Yeah, no brakes. It doesn't make it like uh, faster if you remove anything shiny. Mm-hmm. And then now nowadays with the with the new guys, with the new guys, that it's all the slid down baggers, big wheels. I mean, it's a trend. The new guys. They're riding these bagged out baggers. I don't know. I couldn't do what I do on my motorcycle if I had all that luggage. Yeah, yeah it, it's nice point. to have, but I'm not going to be able to get around the cows, the trees, the fence posts, and the uh, cars. The, you know, so I keep it slim. These baggers are a new trend that the new generation are falling into, and they just love it.
0: Kume financing is that a barrier for? Individuals your age to get on a Harley? Is it easier for sport bike financing? Do you believe how was the finance experience for you?
2: Um, I think you can get a sports bike pretty easily with just a couple racks. Um, on my Harley, I pulled out six, I think, 6,000. And I mean, yeah, I mean, like the sports are just like my stepping to get my foot in the door of Harley. Um mm-hmm. yeah, and I didn't want to spend any more and like for just for a new bike, because I had um for the new bikes, like they're like I think they're like fifteen thousand for like a street bob now. Um mm-hmm. that's a lot for me to pull out for a bike. So yeah. So
0: financing would be a problem for Gray Star for somebody that's younger.
3: I think it would be, unless you know they're out of college making You know, 100 grand a year, whatever. But um, that's why I am starting to save up now so I can upgrade my victory to another victory and have it Mm -hmm. paid for.
0: Right. (laughs) J-Man. Do they got to get better with the financing in order for the younger kids to get on a Harley?
6: No, I don't think so because uh, uh, Harley is going after anybody and everybody they can get. And financing is financing. If your credit rate is good enough and mine is not, I can't get a new bike, but I'm sure if uh, your credit rating is good, you can. So
5: mm-hmm.
0: process. Really, I don't think...
1: <laughs> uh, my thing is like this. you guys have uh, a lot of the stuff I'm talking about you guys have touched over for the last few years. So I want to oh. give pro- uh, credit to what I'm about to say being coming from somebody I heard through you guys, there are so many amazing Harley Davidson motorcycles available that are pre-owned, barely used uh yard gnome trophies rubbed with the diaper sitting in the garage of all these people's house. You can go out and you can talk to somebody with the little scratch in your hand and you can come back with the bad sled. And yeah, it's nice to say you got the brand new shiny. It smells nice coming out of the box, but in reality, go get one that's, in your range reality wise don't get into their financing trip that's yeah. just a prison try to do yeah. what you can without them and then you know what strip the paint off of it and then uh, spray paint some molly hatchet on the side please there you go <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> <of> disaster, baby. <laughs> yeah hell yeah
0: oh you live for the good old days let me tell you for those young ones that uh didn't live through our time period i feel for you we knew how to party i can tell you that Dark, so everybody's always talking about how they need to bring down the price of Harley. Do you think it's the pricing, or do you think it's priced right?
6: It's too much technology. Uh, It's too much technology, and that's why the price is so damn high. Uh, They cannot bring the price down until prices of computer chips and and navigation and all that crap come down. mm -hmm. Uh, I'm with process on it. I ride a 94 Electroglide, and there's no nothing. <laughs> you know it's got kind of a radio that's it so right but that's yeah I, yeah i agree with jamie it, it it's yeah i think
4: monkey did a good job of a deal he you know took his street light and he wanted to add everything that's on there basically on what the CVO has and it came out to the same price of buying a brand spanking cvo and he's mm-hmm. like you know he went out and bought one you know to justify the cost because he sat there and you know the radio you know the front end and stuff he went down the whole list and it came back with labor and all it was like twenty three seven so wow. to convert his bike up to what it was so it I think it me the bikes are overpriced really I mean mm-hmm. I got a good deal on mine I mean everyone thinks it's forty two thousand for it I actually got ten thousand less the reason being is because a guy bought it didn't take delivery, but because it was already titled, they considered already the second owner. And I basically got a good deal on it with only 12 right. miles on it, so it's out there if you look for it, yeah. But yeah, that one that was my second,
0: right? One last go around on the table. Uh we're all bitching about technology, but there has to be something that you really like. Kume, you're first. What do you have I do to have? have a question.
4: I do have a question. Kume, oh, what that? camera are you running? For Sorry, your what? uh for what, what cameras are you running for your motoblock?
2: Oh, um GoPro Hero Nine. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: So Kume, what's something you have to have on you when you're on that bike?
2: Um something that I always have to have on me is I carry my knife with me.
0: <laughs> no, technology wise. Oh
2: technology. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um technology-wise.
0: I like her. She's carrying <laughs> a knife. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 she going to stab somebody in the throat. That's awesome.
2: I guess like technology that's actually on the bike. I, for one, I always like, like, does pipes count as technology or no?
0: you like the pipes huh no i'm (laughs) talking about uh are you a gps or are you one that just like riding and going and uh oh
2: i just ride and go i mean i have my phone and i use that as gps there's not much technology i want on the bike and i don't even have it i started off with nothing any technology on my bikes anyways so oh that's awesome
0: yeah uh China's asking if Kume can put her channel uh, right there in the community tab. Everybody wants to go to your channel. <laughs> you better put it in there. You're losing here. Uh, She's got a good channel. Yeah, she does. Uh, Graystar, what's something that you have to have with you?
6: Well, it
3: depends on uh, the length of the trip. Like if I'm going 100 miles or more, I need my earbuds in. Need some tunes. Got to listen to some Iron Maiden while I'm
6: cruising.
0: Rock on. J-Man.
6: Uh, I, I'm, again, not a big tech guy, so as long as I have my tools with me, I'm
0: fine.
1: <laughs> Process. I don't carry anything. No radio, no heaters, <laughs> no nothing. No headphones. No, that defeats the purpose for me. I got to listen to the world. I have to hear that rumble in order to stay straight.
0: Thanks, Greg, for uh, subbing to our channel. Don't forget to sub the processes channel too. If you can uh,
1: find
0: it, Dark Soul.
5: <laughs> Thank
4: you. <laughs> I'm half and half, man. I I got all that technology on my bike, and I just use the Bluetooth. You Ninety know, percent of the time, you know, listen to you know like Iron Maiden, you know Megadeth and right. shit like that. But it, like I said, I keep it low to where I'm still listening to what the world's doing. Uh, you got to keep well, your head on the switch.
0: One thing, Dark Soul, we didn't bring up. I don't think who may ever know the feeling of having to break down and walk about five miles to the nearest payphone to get a tow truck. Right, uh,
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. yeah. How about Use using that, your using your glove gum. to carry water? Yeah, gum to get those five miles. <laughs> yeah, packing
0: water in your glove. Do you know what a payphone is, Kume?
2: <laughs> yes, I do actually. <laughs> they still have some somewhere, right? <laughs> and just
0: think we had to do it not on the bikes that you have now we had the old iron heads the own sh- the old shovel heads the, uh, my first bike was a 77 try and bonnie uh when those suckers broke down <laughs> they broke down and you were uh running to the nearest uh pay at that time i wish i had a cell phone back then would pay hey,
4: don't, don't forget about the pay so phones right? Remember the old uh, pay uh, prepaid cards to, you know for long distance, the penny cards?
5: Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> we actually didn't get uh, all included in our uh, phone plans back then. <laughs> it was pay. Uh, I'll um,
3: tell you what, man. I've been caught in some storms and some cold weather before where I wish I had the heated seats and the heated grips and all of that technology shit.
1: Mm-hmm. But
3: I don't have it, so I don't really miss it. You know what I mean?
1: Hey, I got one more. I got one more thing before we sign off here. I just want to bring this up real quick. It's been on my mind. Um, my old man and my mom and everybody, they're they are clubbers. I was raised in this world between the uh, old, old and the new, new. But my my thing is like, you know, I'd watch my old man wrenching in the garage, you know, eating a, uh, eating a sandwich with grease on it, more grease oh, on like the sandwich, Hell yeah. you know. <laughs> and uh, he would look over at me and he'd say, hey, Jess, go, go to school and uh, get a job. Don't be, don't be a motorcyclist. Don't,
5: don't
1: go to school. Look at my back. I'm lugging the lumber. I'm working my ball. You know, I got my hands are beat. My arms beat. Go, go get an education, you know? And so now I like being educated, being retired and out of the field of work now at this young of an age, I'm going, you know, he was right. I had to take a lot of time off for riding the motorcycle but that's, that's another thing. How do we justify saying the new kids are kind of like, you know, not they're not really into it. Well, these guys are going to get major degrees and play with some major money, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up. It's been on my mind. It, it, you know,
5: call
1: it's called the
5: it's called a
0: lifestyle for a reason. Uh, that I can tell you. That would be a good topic uh, right there for the next uh, independent writers if you want to go over on that uh special guest coming up on the show uh i think it's the seventh is the biker dad uh biker dad's uh always Ooh. on our program he's awesome we we'll love him to death but i do want to say uh thanks to uh kilakume you guys are awesome make sure you go see her channel damn it and uh we'll put it in discord and the process uh, it is hard to find his fucking <laughs> channel, but uh, hopefully, no, uh, that. the it. <laughs> there's like a million different things that come up when you put his shit in there. Hey, hey, how I would have your
3: phone number. Process. Yeah. Okay, I'll get it from him. I'll hit you up.
0: Yeah, call me anytime,
1: day or night, twenty four hours. Right. Or, I got to What do it? you got? The, the
0: close off with Kume. Go ahead and uh, give your final thoughts on everything. Um.
2: Thank you for hosting. And um, it was a pleasure to meet you guys virtually and have this topic because it was a really good topic for me, too. So
0: awesome. We yeah. really appreciate uh, you uh, being on the show, you two process. It's awesome. And as a, again with uh, our independent writers, you rock and roll. Uh, it's a great subject. The old against the new, and hopefully us older guys can teach the younger ones some of the stuff we know. I know our generation, my generation sucked at uh, teaching the newer ones. It's unlike the Vietnam vets, uh, how they taught us. But with people like uh, Kilakume and uh, the process, we might have a good uh, future right there that I could tell you. But uh, join us uh, again next Saturday at 7 uh, p.m. Central Standard Time. This episode will rerun over on Roku, and we are now on Fire TV. Uh, so head on over there as well as all our other platforms, and please go to The Process and Killikume's, uh channel, subscribe. They got awesome content over there. But until then, you guys have uh, fun. Go out there, party the whole nine yards. We're out. Add the Insane Throttle TV app on Roku now. Get content not seen on our other platforms. No censorship, no PC. Only biker fun and entertainment. It's hardcore. Again, go over to Roku TV and add the Insane Throttle TV.
4: Rock and roll.